My name is Nina Simone Wright. I'm an actress, producer, author, philanthropist, business owner, baddie, prayer warrior. <laughs> yes, she prays. And most of all, I love me some God. And guess what? I believe you don't have to choose that you can be authentically you. So, welcome to The Nina Show, where righteous meets ratchet. Hey guys, and welcome to The Nina Show, where righteous meets ratchet. (laughs) Okay, so listen. I'm so ratchet. I cannot contain myself. I'm so excited that you're here. So anybody who knows me knows that I've been talking about doing The Nina Show since... I popped out my mama's womb like y'all was crying and whatnot. And I was talking about the Nina show. Y'all was all goo goo gaga. And I was like, Nina show, Nina show. Like, no, seriously, this has been like such a, such a finally like an obedience. You know, I remember like always thinking like, where's my lane? I never really fit in here. I never really fit in there. Like, I'm like this super person who like goes out and has a good time. You know, I'm with all the stuff, right? And then yet I can pray down any devil in hell. You know, if you're going through it, call me on the phone. We're going to rebuke some demons, you know? So I was just like reminded of a conversation that I had with a really good friend of mine, Stephanie, who is now one of the pastors at One Church. Um, She was like, probably like five years ago, uh, I was saying, I was like, yeah, you know, Stephanie, you know, she was like, Nina, you're going to be called to ministry and, you know, God is going to do some amazing things with your life. And I was like, yeah, Stephanie, I said, but I'm not like you, like I'm ratchet. And she was like, God has a purpose for that too. And probably like, in the middle of last year, God woke me up in the middle of the night. And anybody who walks with God knows that, like, when you get woke up, it's always in the most inopportune times, like 3 a.m., when you know you should be resting, okay? He would not let me get any rest, and he just reminded me of that conversation that God is going to use that too. And so I just decided that I'm just going to show up. I'm going to show up in all of my righteousness. We're going to pray. We're going to hold each other accountable. But we're going to be ratchet too. And we're going to live authentically in who we are and where we are in our walk right now and where we are in our journey. And I pray that somebody will feel and see themselves in me and let you know that you can live authentically in yourself and be loved and be covered by God. Okay? So let's delve into this. (laughs) So my first since I had to fight to get here, I feel like my title of this episode is All My Life I Had to Fight. You know, I, you know, I don't know if I'm the only person who really enjoys like slave movies. Like I really do. And my mom was always like, why do you always like to see us like be oppressed? And I'm like, it's not that. What it is, is I know that like if I watch like Harriet Tubman, or if I watch like The Color Purple, I'm always inspired to see like, oh, you overcame that? Oh, let me get my butt up because I know I can overcome anything. Like I know that if my ancestors were, you know, kings and queens and doing all these things that I see like Wakanda forever and woman king and things like that, that I know, even The Help, that's one of my favorite movies, that I know that I can overcome anything. So in the title of this message of all my life, I had to fight. I'm reminded of the types of fight, the three types of fights that I feel like are very like potent in my mind. The first is the fight within yourself. Okay, so y'all, I'm just going to lay it out here. In 2022, (laughs) your girl was not okay. 
your girl was not okay. It was the first time that I had really thought about what it would be like not to be here. And it was, it was my acting teacher at the time and a line sister who pointed it out to me because I didn't realize that I was really like struggling internally um, until my acting coach was like, you are just really drowning. And you know, the fighter inside you be like, nah, I'm not drowning. I'm doing all right. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And me being on the phone with one of my line sisters and her saying, girl, I'm about to give me a gun. I looked at my girl. I don't need no gun. I don't need no gun because it's either going to be me or it's going to be somebody else. And it was in that moment I heard myself. And I said, ooh, you are not well. You are not well. And so I think sometimes the internal fight that we have is such a big fight. We fight, it says in scripture, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? But all all of the other things. And so I, I, I think about like in my mind, how much I was fighting and how much I, how much I was like in like a constant battle to get up, to say, you can do this, to say, you are strong, you are capable. This might not look like what God promised you, but on the other side of this is going to be great. So I want to ask y'all, like, how often do you feel like you like fighting your mind? Like, am I the only person? Cause I know I can't be the only person. Cause I, I think of myself as pretty sane. So I know that if I'm going through it, some of y'all going through it. And I think about like that internal fight that you have with yourself daily, internal fight to work out. Because there's sometimes what, sis, I don't feel like working out the internal fight to be kind, you know, like, have you ever like had to tell yourself, don't cuss them out. Don't, don't, don't do it. I, I know that you could cuss that fool out and you will be justified. But at the other part of you be like, don't cuss them out. Don't cuss them out. Don't cuss them out. <laughs> and I think about that, like that's an internal fight for me all the time. So we are always fighting. And I never knew that Miss Sophia's words of all my life I had to fight would be so potent and so relevant today. The second type of fight that I think about is external fights. So you're fighting against traffic. You're fighting against the people in the grocery store. You're fighting against that precious lamb of God. You know the one, you know the one, the one you should have left alone a long time ago, but for some reason they do that thing, thing. you know the thing they do? Mm-hmm. That is eternal fight, right? That is the fight that you, are you winning in that fight? Do you believe that you have the capabilities to win? Because I know sometimes I get in my car and I'll be like, I just now left church. And the next thing I know I know is I am about to like run somebody off the road. The external fight of things that you can't control. Like if your business is doing poorly, if you did not get the role, when you do not get the loan, when you don't match and you've gone to medical school for all these years and then you get out and you don't match, all the external fights of things that you don't have any control for. What are the tools and the equipment that you have to be able to win these fights? And it's just like, again, all my life I had to fight. And so I think about some of the external fights that we go through, like even with like our um, platonic relationships, our friendships, 
Am I the only person whose friends try to fight with them? Like, I, I, I am innocent, okay? It's not me, Lord. I am not the one. <laughs> I am not the one who picks fights with my friends. But when they come at me, I have to get them together in a very nice and very educated way. And so we have these external fights. Then you have the fights of romantic relationships. You know, whether or not you're in a healthy marriage or you're going through a divorce or you're having a hard time with your boss can we talk about bad bosses is that a thing am i the only person who's experienced that because i have i have even when you're doing what you're supposed to do it's like all my life i had to fight and the third fight is oh 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 y'all don't want me to say this Y'all don't want me to say this. I'm going to say it anyway. I'm going to say it anyway because it's my show and I can say what I want to say. The fight between you and God. Am I the only person that sometimes get there with Jesus? Like I be telling him like, Lord, this is not what you said. This is not the promise that you said. You said all things will work together for my good. This is not all things. This is not working together, God. You said that you would give me the, the needs and the desires of my heart. I didn't desire this. I did not desire this, okay? God, this is not it. This is not your abundance. Golly. Ooh. Am I the only person that has that fight? That's like, God, this is not lining up with what we talked about. Because I, walk, I write a very beautiful manuscript. And for some reason, this ain't lining up with what you said, Lord. Okay? So we have three types of fights. Okay? The first fight is you and you. And so then when we talk about you and you, we talk, think about the self-inflicted pain. Oh, we don't want to talk about that today, do we? We want to talk about like how sometimes you know that you shouldn't be doing something, but you continue to do it. You know that you didn't need to make that stop after you left from dinner with your girlfriends over there at the Leroy house, but you went on anyway. And then for some reason, you had on some lingerie. I don't know how that ended up on your body, but for some reason, it ended up on your body and you was at Leroy house and then you had to come running out because uh, his uh, somebody popped up. You knew better, okay? You knew better, but you got to self-inflict the pain. So then we go to our third fight where we have to ask us against God and ask God to bring us out of something that we already self-inflicted on ourselves, okay? We ain't going to talk about that today. Okay, all right. So let me look and see what are some other types of fights <laughs> that we've been in and how do we combat these fights in our lives? So we're not in, uh, let's see. We're not like in a, in a situation where we can just go and physically fight everybody. Friends, y'all been fighting? Y'all ain't been fighting in the street. No, 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 no. We ain't been doing that. Okay, so it says here that another type of fight is, oh, the inward man versus the outward man. What does that mean? Oh, okay. So the other type of fight is the fights versus little you and big you. Wow. 
has anybody ever thought about like am i the only person who realizes sometimes like you're talking to like little you like i've been in bad like relationships i remember this one time i was talking to this guy and it was a very like toxic relationship you know like i knew i should have been gone a long time ago but for some reason he was doing something like he was a little bit you know better so you gotta be careful of them better than men you know they're not perfect they ain't they ain't what they supposed to be but they better than they better than, you know, what I have been dating. It is better than Hinge. It's better than Bumble. It's better than... I mean, he ain't doing everything, but he better than... Yeah. And so, it's like, you have to apologize to little you for what big you is doing. And so, that's called another fight as well. So, I need to know, like, why y'all feel like it's always a fight. And in those times of moments, what do we do to overcome fights? So, I'll just tell y'all. In the first one of me versus me, what I do to overcome like small Nina and or hurt Nina and or we'll use the word weak Nina, I always bring in the truth. The truth is, is that this is just temporary. You know, the old folk used to say like, this too shall pass. And I believe that. This too shall pass. And so that's practicing good self-talk. That's making sure that we know that like I'm reminded if we want to take text when you say that a thousand may fall at my side, 10,000 in my right hand, but it will not come near my dwelling place. Like those are all tactics that we use in the fight versus me versus me, right? So those are all tactics that I know I have to use because I think about myself like if I was Harriet Tubman and I'm on the Underground Railroad and I'm walking and I'm going and I have to tell myself good positive talk because there's moments where I'm assuming that Harriet was like, mm, yeah, this is getting a little long. I know, God, you want me to help everybody else, but I just need to get to where I'm going. But she had to practice good positive talk, right? Okay, so that's one way. And the second thing of me versus other people I use a tactic they teach you in acting, which is seeing someone else's pain. It's basically an acknowledgement of pain. It's uh, basically you look into somebody's eyes and you try to connect on their pain. And so what I'm saying to you is I see your pain. You see my pain. My pain is no different than your pain. Your pain is no different than mine. And while our experiences may be different, what I see is your pain. And I hope that you see mine. And so in that moment, when we give ourselves the opportunity to really see someone else's pain, what we do is we allow ourselves to let go of our defenses. And it's like a... <gasps> overcome and get to where we were going because we can see somebody else's pain all right so that that's what i use when i'm trying to um uh, see someone else's pain and trying to me versus other people now when it comes to me versus other cars you know i just think about like i'm not about to go to jail for nobody we've been there done that i'm not going back it, it's, it's ghetto okay it's very ghetto and the third one is me versus god now you know Here's what I will say. 
I have been in situations. I never forget. Ooh, y'all gonna judge me for this. I never forget years ago, we were going through a really hard time in my life. And um, I was upstairs and I was uh, at my parents' house. I was in Atlanta and we were in my parents' house and we were waiting on a trial that was happening with a family member of mine. And I had been praying, I had been fasting, I had been believing, I had been receiving. And our eternity was downstairs. And so I'm talking to God and I can plainly hear God say, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do what I say you I'm gonna do what I said I'm gonna do. And so I started screaming, Well, do it then, Lord, do it then. And I can remember my sweet Aunt Georgia May's voice saying, God is not moved by you screaming, but he can handle it. And so when we talk about what we do in the me versus God. We give ourselves an opportunity and a space to be honest with God. God, this thing looking like what you said, God. I'm pushing up on 40. 45. You said I was going to have some kids. Shoot. I don't went to medical school for eight years, Lord. I ain't matched in six. What is this? This ain't what you said. And every time I meet somebody, they telling me I'm going to be a good doctor and it still ain't happening. This is not what you promised me. And so you be honest with him about your disappointment and you remind him of your word. That God, even though it don't look like what you said, I'm believing that you said you're not a man that you should lie. So do what you said. I'm calling you out. And so that is what that is my tactic for me versus God. I remind God of his word and I leave nothing out. I think about... Um, you know, I have a phenomenal, phenomenal parents. But I specifically, as I talk about Joseph Henry, and yes, I call my parents by their first name, okay, because I can. <laughs> talk to somebody else about it. So I talk to Joseph Henry. And anytime I talk to Joseph Henry, my dad, I say, if he tells me, I'm going to do this for you, shorty, then if he ain't did this by this date, I say, well, daddy, you said that we was going to Disneyland. Daddy, you said that we were going to do this. As sure as he's a good father, he goes ahead and he forgot he does what he says he's going to do. That is who God is. That sometimes you have to, he doesn't need us to remind him, right? But I'm going to remind you anyway. I'm going to remind you. I'm going to let you know that you say you're not a man that you should lie. So go ahead and do what you said you was going to do. Okay? All right. So that's what we want to talk about all my life we had to fight. Now... The next segment of our show is called Say What Now? Because Melanie, aka my mama, okay, again, I call my parents by their first name, okay? So mind your business. So Melanie love to say that we as young people don't ever watch the news, which I think that she may be right because, you know, I like to float. I like to be happy. So I don't want to know about, you know, China trying to bomb me. I don't want to know about what's going on in the world. I just want to be able to be happy. And some of this stuff be depressing on the news. But either way, I'm going to try to keep y'all informed on what's going on. So on this segment of Say What Now? Did y'all hear that good old, I don't know if y'all want to call him my brother or uh, uh what we going to call him? Good old citizen Trump has been indicted. Yes, yes, yes. Don't have Trump has, I said don't. Trump has been indicted. What y'all think about that? Apparently he has been out here. What are they saying? 
that he has been out here obstructing information. And so that's why he indicted him. Now, I know y'all gonna be mad at me, but there was a, there's a part of me that kind of missed Trump. Because here's the thing, I grew up in Atlanta, right? On the south side of Atlanta, right? Okay, in Fayette County to be exact, okay? I went to Valdosta State for undergrad, is where I pledged, okay? And so I have an appreciation for white people and people who are racist who show me that they racist and I don't have to play with you, okay? Because I grew up in a school where when the first black, um, the first black homecoming queen became homecoming queen, my good old uh, white counterparts decided they were gonna get on, on nooses and go ahead and scream the N-word every other minute, you know, and have their Confederate flags put up. Uh, showcasing all around so i can appreciate somebody like trump who when 2020 was happening there was never a dull moment i would actually wake up some mornings be like man what trump said today it was just quite comical but i wonder what we think about him being indicted you know what i really think i think now trump you are evidence of you run your mouth too much and i think about it like as be if i was trump daughter you know if i'm ivanka i'm putting myself in ivanka's shoes right now I'm Ivanka. Okay, let me think. I will be saying, Daddy, shut your mouth. Like, why are you out here, like, saying all of this? Like, I could have went my whole life without hearing that <laughs> Trump didn't pay his taxes. Like, I really feel like this is one of those things where Trump should have just been, like, you know, waited, did a little Cicely Tyson, waited to the week of, like, his death to release a book and be like, yeah. I became the president with no, like, political understanding of anything. And I didn't pay no taxes. <laughs> but instead, he decides that he just going to start talking and bring the whole house down. I don't know. Like, what are we saying? What are we saying about Trump, like, going, being indicted? And do we believe that he's going to actually be prosecuted? No. No, he ain't going to be prosecuted. But I do think it's quite comical for him to be indicted. And I do think that I wish that he would just be quiet. Just just keep it cute. If you didn't pay no taxes, I wish you was my friend so you could tell me how to do it. Because that is a skill that I would love to know, Trump. Okay? I would love to know. I would absolutely love to know. Okay, so we're going to move on to our next segment, which is called Ask Nina. Listen, this is the segment where you get to call in and you get to ask me a question. And I have to answer just as honestly and plainly as possible. Now, on this segment, you don't have to tell me your name. You don't have to tell me where you're calling from. I'm going to answer as Ratchet Nina. And then Righteous Nina going to come in and tell you what she thinks too. So listen, call in, ask me all the questions that you have, and... Stay tuned for more of the okay, Nina guys, show. So this is called Ask Nina. It's one of my favorite segments of the show. It's where you get to call in and ask Nina anything. And I'll answer in Righteous Nina and then a little Ratchet Nina will answer. So if you have a question for Nina, all you have to do is email asknina.simone at gmail.com and one of my producers will reach out to you and you may be our lucky caller to be featured on the Nina show. So, we have a caller today. Caller, what you want to ask Nina? Nina, Nina, first of all, I just want to tell you, I love your show. Thank oh. you so much for just picking up my call and allowing me to just be on today. Yes. But in all seriousness, Nina, I am going through it. Oh, well, tell us what's going on, child. Okay. So, where to start? To make a long story short, me and my 
for a year and a half. Right? Okay. So, um, in our relationship, we've gotten, you know, pretty serious. And uh, we've gotten to the point where he wants to move in down the street from me. Not, notice I didn't say in the house, but down the street from me. Smart man. Mm-hmm. Yes, you got an apartment over um, near me. He's going to get a job over near me. This really shows me, like, where we are in our relationship. So, I was super excited about it. So I was like, babe, let's just go ahead and celebrate this. Like, he moves in on Saturday. I was just like, Friday night, it's on the town. It's outside. We in the streets, right? So I was just like, we'll make reservations for this nice place. We'll go to the rooftop, you know. Just make it a chill night, but just celebrate. You right. Know what I'm saying? Because I was, like, super excited about it. And so he's just like, yeah, that'll be dope, babe. Like, we can totally do that. And I was, like, super excited this entire week. So Friday night gets here, and he's like, yo, babe, like, can I invite um, my friend? And I was like, what friend? So he tells me the girl's name or whatever, and, you know, I was just like, uh, okay. Okay. You know, cool. This night, you know, it's celebrating you. I'm going to invite some of my friends. So, yeah, I don't, I don't see a problem with this. So the night comes, and we're up at the rooftop, right? Okay. The girl um, gets, you know, to the hotel. He goes down to get her or whatever. He, she comes up and introduces herself to the group. Um, I was just like, okay, this is a cool vibe or whatever. Um, we get some drinks. We end up going to the next spot. And I'm not really a clubber or anything like that. But everybody was just like, oh, my God, let's just go out. Let's go do this, this, that. Right. We outside. We might as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We outside. Might as well go all the way, right? Right. So, um... We go to the club or whatever. We get inside the club, and I'm buying, like, um, drinks at the bar or whatever. And, uh, Nina, I go I go from the bar buying drinks or whatever, and I go to the dance floor. And I'm seeing my boyfriend making out with the girl that he wanted to invite. Ooh! Precious Lord, hold my hand. Uh-huh. She tries to cool me down or whatever, but Nina, I don't have enough. 
I don't have enough. So I get away from her and I go back into the club. Right? Uh-huh. I see him over there with the girl or whatever. Oh, he bold. <laughs> Real bold. So at this point, I am to my wits end. So I politely move the girl out the way. Right? Right. And I just start beating him. Yep. Yeah, I just start beating him again. Right? And so my other friend comes in and she's like, Deontay, you gotta stop, Deontay. Right. Deontay. You gotta stop. Yeah. You gotta stop. So um I go back outside, right? And uh, I just don't have enough. I don't have enough. She's like, bro, you gotta stop, you gotta stop. And so I go back inside, right? Mm -hmm. And I see him coming towards the door, right? And at this moment, I just, you know, I beat him again. So if I'm, if I'm mad, I ain't no mathematician, but that sounds like one beat down, two beat down, three beat down. Three beat down. Okay. Not, not two, but three three, times. three, three times. Yeah, yeah. So this is completely beside me. Right, I've right. I've never done anything like this in my entire life yeah yeah so this kind of took me out of my character like this is not who i am absolutely and i hate that this situation made me go out of like the person that i am yeah so nina what do i do how do i i don't know i just need to I, I, <laughs> let me tell you something first of all let let ratchet nina hold this down because first of all that you did what Ratchet Nina would have went ahead and did, which beat him down. You know, every once in a while, you know, we say the whatnot, but every once in a while, you got to tell Jesus to step to the left and get there with the people. You know, ain't nothing like a good beat down to remind somebody not to play with me. You know what I'm saying? Now, we have to be careful because we're not going to prison for nobody. Nobody's worth that, right? But he tried Okay, so I want for you to make peace with yourself and thank the Lord that you didn't go to prison for that. And just went ahead, you beat him down. It is what it is. He got his butt beat. I bet the next time he run up on you, he gonna limp back. Okay, so let's let's just leave. Let's 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 not judge ourselves on that. Okay, we're gonna forgive ourselves. What I will say is this: This is righteous, Nina talking. Something that I learned years ago is that God does not allow you to see everything to see and or hear everything. And so those things to which he allows you to see and hear, you have got to pay close attention to him because warning comes before destruction. And the reality is, is that this man knows this woman, you know, so him dealing with you as a gay man and then dealing with this woman lets me know that he hasn't picked which one or he, he might not want to pick. And so you have to ask yourself, is that something that I want to deal with? Because I'm able to see this. I'm able to see this. So you're putting all of our health at risk when you're dealing with all of these people. Because he, if, he, if he really wanted to, he could have snuck and done that. But he didn't. So that you have to go into a matter of, does he respect you? And then also, as we speak about our topic of today was all my life I had to fight. Is that a battle that you want to be fighting with somebody? Right. I mean, the common decency of I just threw you a party.
I let you invite this girl. And then you have the audacity to disrespect me in that way, right in front of my face. Well, and, and, then, and then after I beat you down, I got to come back over here because y'all still talking? This man going to land you up under the jail. Up under the jail. And I think that it's important to know that there are some, that I always say this, there are some men who are so toxic, they got that, you gonna put me in jail spirit on them. So I look at them like, nah, uh-uh, I ain't gonna talk, I ain't gonna talk, I ain't gonna talk to that one like that. Cause he gotta act like a fool spirit. And you gonna do something that's gonna provoke me to have to kill you. And then I'll be in jail. And so you have to weed out those type of people. So my advice to you, friend, is it's about to be summertime. Let the precious lamb of God go on the lamb somewhere else. Let him go on by his little business. He had the best thing he was ever going to have. If he cannot uh, appreciate and respect you, you saw all that you need to see. You beat him down three times, okay? If he ain't got the memo then, then that's a problem. But the reality is, is that you could have got in big trouble for that. And you don't want that. And we have to love ourselves enough uh, uh, to walk away. Now, we ain't judging you because if tomorrow you decide you want to call in and say, Nina, I was over there again. And he said, I love him. We're going to pray for you. <laughs> Because deliverance is available. But I want for you to love yourself and know that there's somebody out there who you don't have to do that with. Peace is really okay. And it's available. It really is. It really is. And as I say that to you, I say that to myself because I know that there are situations that I've been in where I've been fighting out here. Beating somebody down. Beating down. And I thought to myself, I said, now what in the world am I doing but that taught me another lesson. And the reality is, there's nothing like a lesson of what you don't want. So take everything that you learn from this situation and apply it to what's next. Think about everything that you don't want. You don't want somebody who is double-minded. You don't want somebody who don't know. You don't want somebody, any of that. So I would just leave him where he is because, friend, I can't be I can't be uh, sending no bail money yet. Uh-uh, we can't be doing all that. Don't be calling yes you have to know your worth and you have to draw a line at what you are are and are not going to deal with what i'm not going to be out here doing is fighting and did you did you watch chris rock show we don't cut fight in front of white folk <laughs> Y'all got, I mean, in the house is bad enough, but in the street, child, uh-uh. We, can we can't have him. Let him fly. Fly birdie. Yeah. Gotta go. Gotta go. Asalaamu alaikum. Peace, okay? Peace. All right. Bye. Thank you for calling in. You're so welcome. We're so welcome. I appreciate it. You're so welcome. Have a wonderful day. You as well. Bye. 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 <sighs> that was a lot, right? But we have to know our worth. And we have to also make a decision about who we want to be and what we will allow and tolerate into our space. So, like I told him, God doesn't allow you to see and or hear everything. So, that which he allows you to see and hear, pay close attention. Stay tuned for more of The Nina Show.
Hey guys, and welcome back to the Nina Show. Listen, this is one of my favorite segments. It's called Take a Hike. As y'all can see, or if you're just listening, I'm outside, okay? And this is probably my favorite thing about California. I actually really love, even when I'm in Georgia, I try to go out on all the canyons, and I just really love being outside. Um, what I love particularly about it in California is that there's no humidity, there's no mosquitoes, you know, my hair still be late, I get to come in, you know, it's a cute little, cute little workout real quick, you know what I'm saying? And for my men listeners, if you really, you know, on a budget, but you start still trying to date, this is a great place to take a woman on a date. Oh my God, a hike? Oh, honey, I just love it. But as we're walking and we're talking, I just want to ask you, like, what are some things in your life that you want to tell, take a hike? If we're still talking about, like, all my life I had to fight, and we're talking about the me versus me, the me versus outer things, and then the me versus God. If I'm thinking about what I would like for in my life to take a hike, I have to say that it's probably... I would tell strife to take a hike. Strife in terms of like relationships with people I love. I think all too often we have a tendency to fight most with the people that we love. You know, when you get mad, it's always the people that you love who you take it out on the most. Like I just had a bad, a bad day. Oh y'all just almost jumped off at me. Who was a rodent child? Oh, hold on, let me, hold on y'all. <laughs> Listen, it was a rodent, we'll do those. But like I was saying, we think about like all of my life I had to fight and when I'm upset that I take out my anger on the people who love me the most. Most of the time because we know that they're always going to be there, right? But if I'm thinking about that now, I think to myself like, I wanna tell strife. I wanna tell bitterness. I wanna tell discord to take a hike that I'm no longer going to fight and take out my anger on people that I love the most. And so now it's weird and it's awkward. I can't see your baby grow up and you can't see my dog grow up. I can't come to your shows and you can't come to mine. All because we are fighting internally. So sometimes when we talk about all my life I had to fight, it's also in the internal battles that we have with the people that we love. So as I'm taking my hike, oh, you know, I gotta ask y'all the question, what are you? telling to take a hike and if it is not taking your anger out on people that you love if it is no longer fighting with the people that you love it's just making a conscious decision not to argue and fight with them then what are you going to do differently because the truth of the matter is that we ain't always wrong okay and we're not going to judge the situation and say i'm the bigger person or the, or the smaller person because sometimes the smaller person is the person who don't cuss you out because every time sometimes y'all deserve to get cussed out have you ever been cussed out and you was mad in the moment but then you thought about it and you was like you know what they was right I, I did deserve to get cussed out you know I, I you know i mean or have you ever really wanted to cuss somebody out but you said you know what i'm not gonna do it and you decided you know i don't know if i was the bigger person because you really deserve to get cussed out but either way i didn't do it Okay, all right, I'm rambling. But all I have to say is, we are telling this thing about fighting internally with the people that we love to take a hike. So whatever it is that your thought is that you want to take a hike, think about it, ball it up, even if you don't wanna utter it out loud and just throw it out. It's gone, it's gone. I want y'all to see this view for the, all my listeners that can't see. I want for you guys to see
this beautiful mountain behind me. And that is the beauty. That tomorrow, it'll be better. Whatever you're facing, whatever you're going up against, that as you take a hike, that it's gonna get better. We're walking out this thing, we're talking out this thing, and we're getting better moment by moment, step by step, okay? All right, so stay tuned for more of the Nina Show. Okay, so this is probably my favorite part of the show. I never like to leave you all without a word and without a prayer. So as we're taking the text, I want to take you guys to Mark 9, where it says, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. So as we've been talking about all my life I had to fight, we have the fight within me versus me, the fight within me versus others and the external, and then the fight between me versus God. When we talk about that, we are often talking about the fight between our belief and our unbelief. And so sometimes we don't know, and sometimes we're so spiritual, or sometimes we don't even know how to articulate the fact that there's a part of me that no longer believes. Perhaps you are married and you've been dying to get pregnant. And so you believe that one day you're gonna have a child, but it just hasn't happened for you. Or you have been in the same career for all these years and you've been believing that your business will take off and it's going to bring abundance of fruit and an abundance of overflow, but it has just not happened. Or you are addicted to something and you've been believing that you can be free, but for some reason, you keep on struggling. My question to you is what part of that unbelief, what part of your life is there unbelief that you need to lay at God's feet? and say, God, help my unbelief. A lot of times we don't wanna admit that we don't believe. <laughs> we don't wanna uh, admit that maybe I ain't trusting you the way that I used to, Lord, because this ain't looking like abundance. You know, you disappointed me because I prayed that my family member would get well and they did not. You disappointed me because I prayed that my business would get better and I had to shut the doors. You disappointed me, God. And so a lot of times we don't like to talk about unbelief. But I want to ask you that even if you can't utter it aloud, to just take a moment to lay down every part of you that may not believe and take up the part that does. It says all that we need is the faith the size of a little mustard seed. Now, I ain't never seen no mustard seed, but they, they out here somewhere. <laughs> But all we need is the faith of that. And God's going to do the rest. And so I'm going to exercise my faith with your faith. And I'm going to ask you to say a prayer with me. You can just close your eyes and I'll pray. Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you, oh God, that all your promises are yes and amen in Christ. And so, Father God, we surrender the parts of us where there's unbelief where there's doubting, where there's disappointment, where there's hurt, and even where there's trauma. And we take up, God, that with you, all things are possible. We know, God, that every breath that we take, Father God, is confirmation that you see us, that you hear us, and that you're with us. And so, Father God, as we lay, God, our down, our unbelief at your feet, 
We take up, God, Father God, our belief that, God, you are going to do that which you said, that you are going to bring every high place down, that you're going to shift every atmosphere, destroy every yoke, that you're going to slay every giant, Father God, that you are going to speak to every devil in hell and cast it to the pits of hell from which it came. And Lord, every place that does not line up with your word, we cast it down and we say, God, have your way like never before. And I thank you, oh God, that something will happen to everybody under the sound of my voice to let them know that you see them, that you hear them, and that you're with them. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank y'all guys so much for calling into The Nina Show, for watching it, for listening. I pray that you feel better now. I pray that you know that you can do whatever you put your mind to, and I will talk to y'all later. I'm rooting for y'all in a real way. Now, I know you like that episode of the Nina Show. Don't forget to share it with a friend now. And make sure you follow me on all platforms at Nina Simone Wright. Now, listen, you can like, you can comment, and you can subscribe. But you better keep it cute or else, baby, I'm going to put you on mute. Okay?